this is Community Convo with the Corps. We're talking with college students about their experience as students during the pandemic. So my name is Catherine. I'm Kaz. I'm Arianne. I'm Monica. Can you tell people where you go to school and what you're majoring in and whether you lived on campus or off campus? Um, so I'm Kaz. Uh, I go to DePaul. My major is public health, and I stood at home. I, well, I still stay at home. So this is Ariane. Um, I go to South Suburban College. My major is undecided, and I stood at home. I'm Monica, and I went to St. Mary's College, and my major was neuroscience, and I was living in the dorms. When did you guys first remember hearing about COVID? Uh, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> I was taking, it was um, the end of the quarter. So DePaul's on quarter systems. Um, everyone else is pretty much on semesters, but we're on quarters. And it was about March 15th, 16th maybe. And I was in finals. And one day we were preparing to take an exam in class. And the next day everything was online. And that was kind of like the first time I was like, oh crap, this is kind of it's kind of serious and like my mom would not I would commute to school my mom would not let me take any public transportation she drove me everywhere and so when I saw that like everything had switched from in person to online and then we were so like undecided for the next quarter because March 15th finals that was finals for winter was that 2019 2020 2020 2020 um i still had a whole quarter to go before my school year was done so DePaul was very like undecided on what they wanted to do in spring and obviously we went remote but it took them a while to figure out what was really going on in the city Ariane, when did it become real to you when did you first start sort of thinking that covid was going to affect your life um, so for South Sub, I was actually on spring break a whole week before everything went on lockdown. So I was, you know, a week ahead, a week and a half ahead of everybody else on lockdown. Um, but I think towards the end of my spring break, um, there was just so many um, news channels just talking about Corona this, Corona that, and my grandma kept calling my mom every single day like go get your toilet paper go get your tissue go get wipes napkins this and that my mom's like no no we have time we have time and i remember it was either a tuesday no it was a wednesday we had went to go pick up my little cousin from school and my mom was like okay we need to go get all of our stuff from the store and ever since then um that was like the beginning of a never-ending pandemic. <clears throat> what was it like in the dorms? Um, did you hear about it less because you weren't watching the news all the time? or Actually, I remember hearing about it um, like through just random articles that I was reading um, at the end of 2019. And then moving into the spring semester of 2020, um, it kind of like started circulating around campus because we were a really small school, so everyone was talking about it. And then one day, um, 
maybe a couple weeks before our spring break in like March or April, um, a couple of our professors were actually like, okay, well, the school has actually, you know, like had a conversation about this. And if COVID-19 does end up um, being like super serious across the country and in college campuses, um, they're probably going to shut the school down. And I remember walking out of class that day, talking to a friend, thinking like, there's no way it's going to get that bad. And then lo and behold, while we're on spring break, everyone gets an email that one, we're getting an extra week off, quote unquote off, (laughs) because they were going to be transitioning everyone's classes onto online for at least the next month. So that's when everyone was kind of just like, wait, this is actually serious. How much did you know about COVID early on? I I didn't know about COVID, but like I was taking a bio class and we had just started covering viruses. So I knew how the virus worked. I just didn't know how COVID itself was. Um, and so I was like teaching my mom, I was like, this is this, and this is what happens with your DNA and all of that. And then I ended up taking an, an anatomy course. And then the same thing happened. I'm like, this is what happens when COVID does this to your body. So I didn't know a lot. Um, I kind of just learned and not through like news articles, just more so through class. Cause everything that was happening in the world kind of just got incorporated into the curriculum which made sense because it's something everyone all experienced. But that's how I learned about stuff. Um, I from, was from people bio. who actually knew what they were yeah, talking about. Yeah, from like professors at school who, who have degrees in this, these kinds of things. That's how I learned. How about you, Ariane? Um, was anything that you were studying related to what we now know about the pandemic? Um, not exactly. I think a lot of my classes last semester, or well, that semester, (laughs) were um, a lot of gen ed still, so I wasn't really learning so much of like that. What What were your fellow students talking about? What did they think of what was happening? Um, a lot of them, I guess it wasn't real for us. Like we didn't expect to actually be on lockdown and like kind of just go through it was like just going through the motions so it was just a big shock to everyone how about you um how did life in the dorms change um so i don't think we actually ever went back to campus that semester and then um so that was the spring of 2020 so we went back to school in the fall and they were sending out like newsletters and letters in general to everyone at home kind of saying like well you have a couple options you can either kind of like withdraw for the semester or the year and um just come back when the pandemic's over um you could do classes from home from wherever you are if the commute's really big or if that's just not a risk you want to take Um, But everyone was welcome back to campus as long as you had a negative COVID-19 test. So that's how it was going into the fall of 2020. Um, And honestly, they actually changed um, class um, because I had a lot of classes where they either removed one of their exams 
so the final wasn't actually an exam anymore it might have been a paper or they removed one of the big papers that counted for your grade for the class and i think we even finished the semester a week or two early just so like the risk would be lower than what was expected interesting um how did academic requirements change for you two kaz and Ariane? um so summer so my spring quarter which started maybe like the mid-march and went to the third week in march and it goes all the way through the second week mid-june pretty much like cps and um around that time was also the big black lives matters movement and so the black students at DePaul were really like pressing the teachers because we had all these things happening outside of Chicago but then we had all these protests happening in our own neighborhoods and like it was just really violent so on top of asking for like extensions for COVID students were petitioning to ask for extensions because we a lot of us were living in neighborhoods where we couldn't even step outside without fearing like being hurt or stepping into a crossfire or something so it was so it was just yeah it was just crazy but like monica they took some exams but i for personally i just feel like the workload did not change like i feel like i had more work the fact that I was at home and I was struggling because I was at home. And as a commuter, I would pick classes on campus all day long and I would just stay on campus and like sleep in the library or in the student center, or I would do my homework and then sleep or whatever. But I just feel like I could not focus at home and on top of like biology and anatomy where I'm reading a thick brick textbook, like it just wasn't, I just feel like there could have been more adjustments to the workload. Like taking a paper off, I don't think really helped. I think maybe lowering or lessening the amount of pages to read a week. I think a hundred pages is kind of excessive for someone who already is taking four other classes that require the same thing. Um, I just feel like I had a much bigger workload, but professors were really lenient with like turning in late assignments and stuff. But the workload was just like super heavy and I know I was at home and had all the time in the world, but that doesn't mean I wanted to dedicate my time to that when there are thousand other things that are impacting me and that I that are just unknown. Like it was scary and I could not fully focus on work if I didn't even know how COVID was gonna affect me. Uh, so I just think the workload was crazy and a little unfair considering the circumstances. <laughs> Ariane, did your professors change their requirements or the rhythms of the classes? Yeah. Because by then you were working remotely. Yes. So when we went remote, it was such a big change for both students and teachers because um, in the middle of us transitioning to remote learning, um, our platforms for school were changing as well. So. Um, South Suburban used to use a platform called Moodle, 
um, and we were transitioning to D2L. So in the middle of trying to transition to remote learning, we were also transitioning platforms. So it was kind of a, a big mess. And um, my professors did like lower the workload um, because they were struggling to figure out how to work D2L and um, just trying to organize remote learning so that we can have it, you know, easy. it would be easier for us to understand and work through what they were trying to work through as well. Um, and a lot of my professors, like, we didn't have as much assignments. Um, I know two of my professors didn't make us um, take the final exam. Like, we just had to do one of the, or one or two of the papers that we had um, assigned to us on our syllabus, but, it was definitely a challenge trying to work with the teachers as they were working, trying to you know transition from platform to platform. Yeah, I know that um, I teach at the college level sometimes and that some of my friends had about a week and a half notice to turn classes that would regular be regular classroom classes mm -hmm. into online classes. And um, if you don't have the training in the platform like Desire to Learn, and you haven't thought about how would I do this, how would I do that. It was, it was rough, I think, for everybody that first quarter. Um, I wanted to ask you, Monica, because you do a lot of science classes, were there particular challenges to things like labs? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so, um, so the way that my science classes were working at the time was I was pretty much taking two two credit biology classes each semester. So I had two in the spring um, and they were like half the semester each and they would like switch and build off of each other. Um, I don't remember what we did for lab um, in spring of 2020, but I do remember that in fall of 2020, um, some of my one class um the lab was kind of like a virtual thing so not like a virtual lab or anything but instead of the regular lab we were doing it was kind of like i don't even know how to explain this but we used this online program that simulated some of the class some of the questions we would have um, come onto in our labs and I think my second lab of the semester we were half in person and half online for lab so one week um, half of the lab half of my lab class would be in person in the classroom and um, the other half would be online doing the lab or doing a different part of the lab um, online and that's how it went for fall of 2020. And it was actually kind of crazy because um, it also would be so the people in person in lab were the first half of like the class time. So we had to jump in online halfway through that class time. It was just a very weird time. And I also do agree with Kaz that um, I think compressing the semester and removing a couple papers and an exam um, didn't really do much because um, like in the spring I was stuck at home and it was kind of like self-learning mm -hmm. and I absolutely hated it because 
I also had to keep track of like myself and my classes and my assignments a lot more than I would if I had been on campus and I like understand like it is my job to keep track of that anyways but I remember there was one point where I completely forgot I even had one of my classes yeah like I completely forgot it existed I think a lot of people notice that happening the sort of a lack of concentration Mm -hmm. not even realizing why it was happening but you just didn't have the mental bandwidth for as much like some invisible 25% of your brain at the back was worried about you know the pandemic or your family or just coping with you know trying to juggle everything yeah and like you guys have like 16 week semesters and DePaul is already on a 10 week course for quarters so on top of like for anatomy for example like I had virtual lab where I was like a cartoon character like <laughs> like to, you know like a simulation it was it was just so it was doing too much like that's all I can say like doing too much and it's like how do you even do lab online when you should when you're supposed to be like dissecting a frog like the I cannot dissect a frog online it just didn't make sense so yeah it was a struggle and I ended up failing that anatomy class but I normally I would be like falling out having a mental breakdown about it like I just could not care because there was so many other things going on that I just did not care and it was such a hard class and it shouldn't have been that hard but I was at home learning I wasn't in person learning and I I mean I don't think I had a lab again until fall 2020 this fall this fall quarter that just happened I didn't have and even then it was not fun it was like half online half in person and then we like did presentations half the class and I'm like this isn't lab this is like presentation time but (laughs) um yeah everything was virtual like who does virtual lab well um the way you said like your classes were split up is how my classes are now so um for I take bio and chem at the same time right now, which is such a struggle, but um, I'm managing. Um, so for my bio class, there's two different sections, and the first section goes in person on Tuesdays, and they are there for the two hours that we have class and lab, because the class and lab are together. So um, the other section will just join virtually for Tuesday, while the first section is there for um, lab and lecture. Thursday, it switches where my section goes in for both lecture and lab, and the first section only is only on for lecture. So we're both doing the same lecture and lab, but it's just split up. And I think it's a little harder for me because I like to see everything like virtu- like in person. So it's just like hard to keep up and then the students are like well I don't know what section I'm in and how do I find this and it's like well you have to know because you signed up for the class <laughs> you would have to know what section you're in but yeah it would it's definitely like a challenge um learning in person like virtually like half and half so and then I have virtual labs for both classes so we use um I do not know what it's called M- McGraw Hill 
Yes, we use that for our virtual labs. And it's actually not that hard. Um, So, like, I'll open the site, and it gives me, like, a summary, the concepts, and the, like, terms I have to know. And it's, like, split up. It lets you you read everything before you start the lab. And then once you go into the lab, um, it gives you, like, phases that you go through to complete the lab. And it gives you, like, different turns like so if you get something wrong the first time it'll give you like another try to get it again but I think that is a little helpful but it's still gonna be a challenge because I still have to go in for another lab so I'm doing labs virtually but then I have to go in for labs as well and do them in person yeah it's doing too much it it is it's just like I'm guessing my teachers are like it's easier because we're still getting that like experience at home doing the virtual labs but yeah that's like busy work i don't know mm-hmm. like DePaul, we my lab so i took an anatomy lab and then i took labs before but my bio lab none of the labs count as credits there's zero credits the class is four credits the labs zero credits so i'm like and then for bio it was lab lecture and discussion so i was on campus for more than each class is an hour and 30 minutes, twice a week. Lab is three hours, and then discussion is an hour. I was on campus, what, almost seven hours? Like, that's ridiculous. You could, we could have discussion. I mean, we end up having discussion online and stuff like that. But, like, how do you, how do you expect me to dedicate the seven hours that we already have to be in person for class, whether it's virtual or, like, in person? And then dedicate all the time to do all the readings, do all the labs, and do all the discussion. Like, that's just doing too much. And, you know, recently I had a problem with my professor. (laughs) He uploaded the wrong book for the homework, so I couldn't do my homework. And he's like, can you give me some context? And I'm like, what more context do you need? Like, I didn't do the homework because you put the wrong book. And now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I probably should have, like, emailed him sooner. And I put, we have like a Q&A, a class Q&A, put any questions that you have for class in the Q&A. And I did, and it was like the third week into class. Mind you, DePaul only has 10 weeks. So the third week, you're like pushing it. And I had no response. And the first two weeks, I had COVID. So I was willing to take the loss on those assignments for the first week and a half, two weeks, because I literally could not do anything. So I'm like, you know what, I'll take the loss. Week three, I went to go do the homework and nothing was matching up. Like the checklist for homework was not matching up with what the book said. So I put in the q and I was like, um, am I reading, like not, am I missing something? Cause this is not the homework that you assigned. And I didn't get a response for two weeks, but I'm mindful that the fact, like I'm mindful at the fact that professors have a life outside of school. And so like I wanted, I didn't want to harass him, but I also wanted my homework to be done. So I waited a week and a half to, to I message him, like emailed him. And I, by that time, it was midterm. So I had not done like four weeks worth of discussion and quizzes. So when he asked me, he's like, you didn't do the work. Can you give me some context? And it's like, well, what, what else do you want? Like there was no book and the quiz is based off the book. And so was the discussion. So what work am I supposed to do? He hasn't replied, but <laughs> I'm waiting. And I try to say it so nicely because it's like, 
I, as a student, I should have reached out sooner, but as a professor, you should have read my discussion post that said, like, I need help. Can you give me some clarification? And you went a whole two weeks without reading it. So, like, now I'm like, am I a bad student? Should I have reached out sooner? And I'm like, well, it's not 100% my fault, but I feel like I should have reached out sooner. But then again, it's not my fault because he uploaded the wrong book, not me. Right. So I'm and just like stuck. He, in fact, should be watching the Q&A yeah. and picking things like that up. Um, did you, what was your sense of how the faculty coped with this? Did you guys have a lot of these experience where sort of things went wrong and people didn't quite figure it out for a while? Um, so for me, <laughs> for me um, actually, I think my professors did like a pretty good job because, and this is kind of jumping back to what Kaz said earlier, there came a point where I just didn't care. Yeah. And it's not that I didn't want to care. I literally just could not make myself care about some of the things that were happening um, in like my academic life or my personal life. And I just completely shut down. Yeah. Um, and I had professors who like did reach out to me mm-hmm. um, and I think they were pretty generous with like their grading and like accepting late assignments and stuff like that so I don't think I had an issue with my professors necessarily I think I just <laughs> there was just so much, <laughs> going, too much on. going on yeah. yeah there was too much going on um, and there literally just came a point where I didn't care shout out to my professors for caring though I think even even now, like, we're, what, two years and three years into the pandemic? Two years. Two years. Almost. We're finished. starting year three. Right? Um, I almost feel bad. Like, <laughs> when I didn't tell any of my professors I had COVID, because I'm like, I can push through this. And I certainly did not push through it. Like, I could not get any homework done. So I feel bad even using COVID as an excuse, but it's really, like, that severe I just feel bad using excuses when I don't. So, like, when I didn't do homework, I didn't email my professors. I just was like, I'll leave it alone because there's no excuse for me not to do it because I had all the time in the world. But when I finally got COVID, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I cannot function. And I felt bad using it as an excuse. But, like, we're in a pandemic. Like, that's that's what's happening. But, yeah, I didn't email any my. I mean, I would probably tell, like, one of my professors, but that was it. The rest, I did not tell nobody. And they're like, why didn't you do the work? I'm like, oh, actually, I had COVID. I forgot to mention. I think I'm supposed to report it to, like, the dean of students. There's an online form that you're supposed to fill out. Yeah, I didn't do that. I just kind of, like, left the homework alone for two weeks. And it was the first two weeks of the quarter. So I'm like, whatever. Like, it's syllabus week. I'm like, I'm not doing nothing. But now that I think about it, I probably should have, like, told my professors. Yeah, I was laying in bed for two weeks. Had COVID. But... Well, South Sub gave us an extra week, so they pushed back our our um, start date for spring just to give us, like, an extra week. Because, um, you know, like, life. some people, well, yeah, life. <laughs> and then some people travel for, you know, Christmas, New Year's, so they were just giving us, like, an extra week so that they can be ready as well, you know, just to start um, virtually and you know, in person, because I think last, last semester was my first semester back in person, Mm -hmm. and I only had one class in person, and there was only, it was me and three other students in the classroom, and everybody else was virtual, so it was still, like, like, 
a lot of people just didn't want to come back to school and when I did go to school I had to show um it's basically like a return to work slash class form and each time I went to school I had to fill the form out and show them the QR code saying that like I'm clear to go to school um for COVID or we would have to show a negative test so are you guys were you guys required to um, show like be vaccinated um so i actually haven't been back to campus since mm-hmm. like the vaccines came out but i do remember that um we had to have negative tests to come back to campus mm-hmm. every time we were like moving in and moving out mm. and actually speaking <laughs> on like having covid while in school in uh, the fall of 2020 i had covid mm-hmm the week of my finals i remember this and this this is where school did me dirty because (laughs) (laughs) no because so over the weekend i started feeling sick but the health center on campus is closed on the weekends so i had to wait until monday to get an appointment at the health center and i would and i called them first chance that i could and i was just like hey i don't feel good um my roommate has strep like she got a confirmed test of strep i was just like i think it's strep but i don't know little did you know yeah little did i know so i go in i take the covid 19 test and the um the strep test strep comes back negative and the covid 19 one comes back positive like so soon and i was just like oh my god (laughs) Like, at first, I was kind of embarrassed because at that point, like, it was kind of embarrassing to have COVID. It was, like, embarrassing to have COVID because it was just like, well, what were you doing? (laughs) But, like, I literally did nothing. Um, I still don't even know where I got it. But that Monday was the start of our finals week. And, oh, man, I think I had my first, I think I had my first um, final I think the day after I got put into quarantine. Um, So Monday, tested, got put into quarantine in a really isolating dorm room where I was like one of three people on the floor. Um, Didn't know anyone else who was on the floor. Um, And I remember feeling so bad. Like the first night I took a shower and I don't know how I did that. I thought I was going to pass out in the shower. Yeah. Um, And then the next day, So over the weekend, I had actually emailed all my professors, especially like the ones where I had a final on Tuesday. And I was just like, hi, like, I don't feel good. I don't know what I have. Um, Is there any way that I can push back my final exam until later into the week? I was just like, I know I'm asking a lot. I know it's last minute, but I don't know what this is. And I don't feel great. And the first professor who emailed me back um was my bio professor and she was kind of like look we have a room for people who are sick but not Uh covid um to take the exam like same time as everyone else and i was just like i guess i'm just gonna have to do that and then comes the day i'm in isolation and i have to take my final exam i feel horrible i did not study because i felt so bad and I took my final exam. And then come Wednesday morning, someone from um, the school faculty or something came to my room and was just like, hey, so since you have COVID, um, if you don't feel up to your final exams, let us know. And I was just like, 
where was I? I a was day just, late. Yeah, That's a day so late. Funny. Did they give you the option of retaking it later when you felt no. better? <laughs> they did not. That's so sad. How Honestly, did do, how did you do? Um, I don't even remember what I got in the class, but I don't think it was good. By the grace of God, I passed bio with a C because <laughs> I was struggling. So when they put the exam online, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm using the book. It's a thick book, but I'm like, this helps so much because I was like studying so hard because I mean, it was intro to bio, but it was like chemistry and like the bones. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is everything. And I'm like, they put it online. I was like, booyah, booyah, I'm passing the class. (laughs) Yeah, but I just felt so like, I just was so upset with the school because how are they going to ask me that after one I had already asked my professor if I could move my final um and I had already taken it taken it um low-key I could probably have asked to retake it but at that point I was still sick and I was so upset and I I was over it I was like I do not want to sit through this exam again and then they were probably going to change all the questions too since I had already taken it so I was just like, it's whatever. Yeah, well, let me switch to a, a happier or at least a differently unhappy question. Um, how did your social life change? Oh, my gosh. Social um, life? Social life? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have one. Um, we really, yeah, I didn't have one. Um, I did not go anywhere. I did not see any friends. I did not see my boyfriend. I didn't see anybody for probably like three months. And then when summer, maybe like June, May, June hit, um, as I was watching my classmates graduate and not me, I was a little sad, but that's when I got onto the streets and I got vaccinated. I was actually vaccinated, so I felt a lot better going out, but... When were you vaccinated? um, My first dose was March 27th, and then the second dose, April 17th. so I waited a little bit before I went out, but then I finally went out and like, it wasn't nowhere crazy. It was just like to Target, Walmart, but it felt so good. And I think I didn't go anywhere with friends till what, maybe like July. And even then I was like, wear your mask in my car. I was spraying Lysol in the car before and after they left. Um, but like, I would be in touch with my friends through like social media and then we would get in person and I was just like awkward because I did not see anyone for months so I was just like like so awkward I didn't know how to start a conversation with people I didn't know what to talk about because we had we already talked all day long so it's like okay now we're hanging out what do we even talk about and so I everything it was a little weird like I got I I'm shy and very like to myself but like the pandemic made it 10 times worse because i didn't go nowhere i stood in my room it's like being in public i was like um i like run away from everyone (laughs) this concludes part one of this week's episode tune in next week for part two